What's up, friends? Welcome to another podcast with the self-proclaimed greatest sports guru ever. Yours truly, Will Walker, and you are listening to my sports podcast, Will's Take on Sports. On Thursday, August 16th, the world lost iconic singer Aretha Franklin, and I truly admired this lady's talents. So this podcast, I'm going to mix sports and entertainment a little bit by taking some of her big hits and relating it to sports. So with that being said, let's go. Yes, Precious Memories, that song takes me back to my youth. Um, growing up, I grew up in a Seventh-day Adventist home, and because there was no secular activity done from Sunset Friday until Sunset Saturday, gospel was in heavy rotation in my home um, when I was young. So Aretha Franklin was one of the many artists that was played, and so I'm, I, I'm, I, grew up made, I grew up basically on, uh, on her gospel music. I didn't know about her secular exploits until I got a little bit older. But anyway, all right, before I get into the meat of this podcast and, and begin to mix sports and entertainment a little bit, let me just simply get, let me just get this out of the way right now. It's called Simply the Best. The Simply the Best performances that I like that I, kept, that I liked over the past week um, and Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Atlanta Braves, what a five-game what a five-game stretch this uh, 20-year-old kid had. He hit a five, he hit a home run in five consecutive games, scored 12 runs, and hit for a 500-plus average. His home runs came to an abrupt end when my pathetic last-place Miami Marlins and their pathetic pitcher Jose Arena hit the kid in the arm. Look, it was intentional. Let's just get that out the way. It was intentional. Um, doing his five-game home run, doing his five-game home run streak. Four of those home runs came against the Marlins. So that, basically, they wanted to calm the kid down, so they hit him. Um, you know, oh, oh, my bad. It was unintentionally, you know, unintentional. Wink, wink. Um, according to Marlins manager um, Don Mattingly, it was intentional. All right. Anyway, Liz Campage, center for the Dallas Wings of the NBA. She is leading the NBA in scoring at 22 points a game, snatching nine-plus boards. That's not why I'm giving a simply best performance to Miss Campage. She has made it clear that the WNBA compact schedule is brutal and unfair to the players. She dislikes this schedule. She dislikes this schedule so much she hasn't committed to playing in the WNBA in 2019. That would be a big blow for the WNBA if she doesn't. Listen, I don't watch much WNBA, but I do think the ladies need a platform um, like the WNBA to showcase their skills. But they they don't make much money in the WNBA, and the pay is so little that most of the league's top players earn more money overseas during the actual basketball season, which is from November to April. So I applaud Liz Campage for calling out this travesty and shame on the and shame on the league for doing um for their low for the low wages they pay these ladies. All right, Killian Mbappe, Killian Mbappe. Did you may not know who he is if you I mean you're not a, you may not be soccer a soccer fanatic like I am but this kid is basically this kid is a 19 year old French footballer um he led his country to the World Cup to their second World Cup title 
Um, you heard me mention about his fellow countrymen last week, uh, Sadio Manier and Paul Pogba. But listen, Kelly Mbappe is seriously going to be one of the superstars in soccer very shortly. This kid has pace. He is very good. And in the opening match for his club team, PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, he scored two goals. So, hey, listen, remember the name, Kelly, Kellyan Mbappe. Joseph Martinez of the Atlanta United. Yes, he is. Yes, I'm giving the MLS a little love. Um, this kid is a striker. Um, he has set. This, he has tied the single-season goal-scored record at 27. You know, however, my feelings about the MLS and their quality and the quality of play. Mart Martinez is a legit goal scorer, and the main reason Atlanta may win the MLS Cup this year. Okay, so I give him a little love. That song can go towards the MLS look, uh, also a little bit, you know, give him a little, give him a little back also. But anyway, this was a great song from Miss Franklin. Um, it was a hit back in the days, and now I'm going to let you, um, basically I'm going to let you know what players or team I have great respect for. All right, first, Tom Brady. Yes, I hate the Patriots, and that's mostly jealousy because the Dolphins suck, and the Patriots have the Patriots and Brady have I have been dominant since the year 2000. Um, Brady is still performing at a high level, even in his early 40s, coming off an MVP season, leading the New England Patriots back to the Super Bowl um, for the second consecutive year. Uh, it's, it's no doubt that this man is probably going to go down as probably one of the best um, team sport winners in history. I mean, he has five Super Bowls. And, and football, more than anything else, I think it's very hard for a team to be consistently good over time because of injuries and things of that nature because the, f the sport is so physical. So Tom Brady definitely gets my respect as being a five-time Super Bowl champion and still playing at that high level that he played at last season. Let's see if he can duplicate that this year. Alex Ovechkin. Um, for, getting, uh, for getting his first Stanley Cup title. Listen, Sidney Crosby and, Alan o and Alex Ovechkin are easily the two best players in the NHL in the most recognizable names. While Crosby has been on better teams, Ovechkin dealt with, Ovechkin dealt with one disappointing uh, postseason after another after another. But finally, in 2018, he broke through. It all came together. And Ovechkin, I'm telling you, this man has been partying like crazy all summer um, with the Stanley Cup, which is what most everybody does when they win the Stanley Cup. But Ovechkin seems to be having great fun um, uh, touring, basically, with the cup around and, and been, been like partying like crazy with it. All right, rock steady. This is basically, um, I guess you would say, you on a rock. Uh huh, steady. That's right, Miss Franklin. That's a that's a jam. I like that one. I, and I think this is going to be a, only a one team deal. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide. Look, I hate Satan. You know, and that's then I'm talking about the coach, and I hate Satan too. But I, I hate Satan, the coach of Alabama. But he has guided this program to five national titles since he took over the job. Um, and since this, uh, I guess you could say this one plus playoff or the 14 college playoff that everybody knows it as, um, the tide has been in, been in it every year. Like I said, I don't care much for um, Satan, mostly because how, how he left the Dolphins. And I dislike Alabama anyway, since they beat my Hurricanes in the 1992 Sugar Bowl. But even with that being said, I got to give them 
um, their prompts. They are been they have been a rock steady and consistent program in college football since Saban Satan has re, um, arrived on campus. So that's my rock steady team. Yes, this will be actually I like this song and I actually want to introduce this as a new segment on the podcast. Um, I'm going to actually look at it as who played the fool in sports. Um, the recipient of this particular honor could be a player, a coach, a fan or a team. So basically right now here, my, who are the people who I consider to be fools in the world of sports right now? OK, the Miami Dolphins. Look, this is personal because I love my Miami Dolphins, but I absolutely despise the trio of Stephen Ross, Mike Tannenbaum and Chris Greer. Um, and the head coach, Adam Gates. I just don't like this group. I just think they are just, uh, they've made horrific personnel decisions. And, and basically, the Dolphins have just been either average or horrible. And basically, they haven't, and usually the way the draft works in, in professional sports is if you're bad, you get a chance to draft um, great young players um, coming out of college or high school to improve your team. The Dolphins haven't, the Dolphins still haven't done it, even with having some of the worst, rec even having one of the worst records over, I guess you would say the last seven seasons, only making the playoffs one time and only playing in one playoff game. So basically right now, um, the Dolphins, the, that trio is, 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 the chain, is a chain of fools for me. Basically, um, they, they, they just have not got it together. They don't seem to know what they're doing. And this year does not seem to be any, any it's going to be any improvement in what the Dolphins have done from last season. And again, I'm not a fan of that quarterback wide receiver 17. I'm just telling you. All right. All right. Now, the next group of, uh, I guess you could say, who I think that who I think is playing the fool in sports is any fan that believes in this non-college playoff system. Listen, this is a plus one. That's all it is. It's, it's not an actual playoff. All this is is that the bowl championship um, bowls, um, I guess you could say the sugar, the orange, the, uh, the rose bowl, the fiesta bowl, the cotton bowl, and, that, and the peach bowl in Atlanta. They basically, aren't, they basically control this college football playoff and them along with the American College Football Coaching Association or whatever it is. It, it's something like that. But anyway. All this is is that they play these bowl games and then they just decide to add one more game to determine a D1 national champion. This is not a playoff. It's just another BS way, basically, to, um, to not have a real playoff. For me, a real playoff would be five, the five, five champs from the Power Five conferences and three at-large teams. And that format is in no way close to happening since the current tournament since the current tournament format is in place until 2025. Now, after spewing all my thoughts about this current format, now I'm going to be a hypocrite here. I'm going to say this: I'll be ecstatic if the Canes win. I mean, if they win their conference, if they win their conference championship, and then go on to win that bowl exhibition game, and then play in the plus one and win it, okay, and be crowned the Division One champion of football, I'll be happy. I know I'm sounding like a hypocrite, but hey. I'm I'm going just going to try. I told you I, I would be extremely ecstatic. I still don't believe it, that it's. I still don't believe in that it being a playoff because it's not. It's just really a plus one. Kirk Street said this a couple years ago that all that's all they would do. They would just add one more game. So hey, kudos to him. I mean, he, he knows he 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 said it and it happened. All right, and that's my time. Okay, the band is striking up, and that's. That's basically my sign that it's time for me to get out of here. Thanks for listening and supporting this podcast. Listen, I would like for you to like the show on Facebook at Will Take On Sports. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at WWN Sports Show. 
follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at WWS underscore sports show. And for all dates and for all updates and all the podcast episodes, please go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Will Walker Show. Listen, the podcast can be heard on your smartphone or your tablet. The, po- the podcast can be heard on your smartphone or tablet via iTunes or TuneIn. Or the TuneIn app. Just simply type Will, and that's Will with one L, take on sports. And you will be able to listen to all my ever all podcast episodes on that from 2000 from since 2016. Thank you so much. I appreciate your support. I just want to say this. Thank you. I just want to thank you so much for your support. And I just want to say this so you say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things. I'll holler until next time. I'm out.